from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Please join us in this prayer of hope to our Blessed Mother for the first week of Advent. Remember, O Most Gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to Thy protection, implored Thy help, or sought Thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, we fly unto Thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my Mother. To Thee do we come, before Thee we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not our petitions, but in Thy mercy hear and answer them. Amen. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father Dan Donovan. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from an anonymous donor from California. This Mass is offered for the conversion of sinners and for the Church. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of the televising of this Mass to the faithful in Canada and around the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Let us now acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Keep us alert, we pray, O Lord our God, as we await the advent of Christ, your Son, so that when he comes and knocks, he may find us watchful in prayer and exultant in his praise, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The word that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest of the mountains, and shall be raised above the hills. All the nations shall stream to it. Many peoples shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations, and shall arbitrate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. O house of Jacob, come, Let us walk in the light of the Lord. The word of the Lord.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, When Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, appealing to him and saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed in terrible distress. And Jesus said to him, I will come and cure him. The centurion answered, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof but only speak the word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, with soldiers under me, and I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my slave, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those who followed him, truly I tell you, in no one in Israel have I found such faith. I tell you, many will come from east and west and will eat with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. To the centurion, centurion, Jesus said, Go, let it be done for you according to your faith. And the servant was healed at that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Every year at Advent, an experience I had more than 50 years ago comes back almost inevitably to my mind. I was a graduate student at that time in Münster in northern Germany. The image that has remained with me ever since is of the large round wreaths that hung from the archways in the center of the city. Although they had no decoration, and I saw them most often in the darkness of early winter evenings, 
The sight of them filled me with a sense of peace and of hope. Themes which are at the heart of Advent and of the Advent liturgy. For Christians, Advent is primarily a period of preparation for the celebration of Christmas, celebration of the birth of Jesus, in whom in a unique way, the Word or Son of God entered into and made his own a life like ours. In doing so, he gave a new and heightened dignity to every human life. Today, as in most days during Advent, the first reading at daily Mass is taken from one or other of the great prophets of Israel, especially from Isaiah. More often than not, the prophetic message is focused on contemporaries of the prophet and on the challenges confronting them at that moment. Prophets often challenge people to undergo a change of heart and mind and warned them that if, and, and warned them that if they refused to abandon their idolatry and their callous injustice to the poor, disaster would come upon them. At other times, the message became more positive and hopeful. That was especially the case when the people had suffered defeat in war or experienced widespread sickness or hunger. At such times, warnings gave way to promises and promises inspired hope. In today's reading, Isaiah imagines a future in which all the nations shall stream to Jerusalem and its temple in order to be taught by God. That teaching will focus on the great theme of peace. Stirred by what they hear, the people shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Isaiah's dream found an echo in the passionate cry of Pope Paul VI before the UN General Assembly in New York in October 1965. No more war, he begged the representatives of almost all the nations of the world. War never again. All the popes who have been active during my lifetime have joined Isaiah's call to the powerful to transform the weapons of war and the enormous cost they involved into instruments of peace and well-being. The peace which we seek is more than just the absence of war. It entails justice and human well-being in all its many forms. Such peace is impossible as it does as long as it does not reign in our hearts. Words and actions furthering peace can only issue from hearts of people who are at peace with themselves, with one another, and with God. One of the great tragedies of the COVID-19 pandemic has been the amount of anger, fear, and mistrust that it has occasioned in people from all kinds of backgrounds. Apart from the devastating wars of the last century and the challenge we now face with climate change, nothing has called for greater collaboration and cooperation than the pandemic. The Old Testament readings for Advent invite us to enter into and make our own the hopes, longings, and expectations of the people of Israel. Over time, those hopes became focused on a future Messiah, 
or Christ who would usher in God's kingdom in all its fullness. Christians see that hope reaching an initial fulfillment in Jesus. His life, his teaching, his death and resurrection make peace and justice possible. As St. Paul once put it, he is our peace. In his flesh he has made Gentiles and Jews into one and has broken down the dividing wall that is the hostility between us. What Paul said of Gentiles and Jews, we are invited to apply to all nations and all peoples. At the Last Supper, Jesus tells us, John, rather John tells us, Jesus assured the disciples by saying, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. As much as the Advent readings recall the longings of Israel and their relation to the person and life of Jesus, they also point forward to the future, the future of each one of us, as well as of humanity as a whole. As real as salvation in Christ is, we have not yet experienced the fullness of what it entails. This will only be possible at that time with the coming of a new heaven and a new earth. Hope is a fundamental characteristic of human beings. This is true on many levels. It's true in regard to our health, including our response to the current pandemic. It is also true of our relationships with one another, as well as of our work and careers. If in some area of life we find ourselves without hope, we tend to abandon that for which at one time we had a great deal of hope. In Advent, we remember and give thanks for the hope that has been inserted, as it were, into human life and human history by God's presence in the story of Israel and in the life and destiny of Jesus. St. Paul once wrote of the hope that is ours in Christ when he said, in him that is in Christ, it is not yes, and no, but always yes. In him, every one of God's promises is yes. To believe in God and in what God has done for us in Christ is to be a person of hope. Our hope embraces not only final fulfillment in God, but this life as well. We hope for ourselves, our families, our friends, and for many others. We hope for the well-being of humanity as a whole and for the flourishing of our common home, the earth. It is with hope that we entrust our loved ones who have died into the hands of God. Advent reminds us that our God is a God who cares, a God who is a mystery of love and mercy. He is a God who comes. He came in the past and will come in the future. Perhaps most important for us is that he comes now. He comes in the midst of our strife and turmoil, our pain and anger, our hopes and longings. His coming is a consolation and a challenge, a gift that requires a response. Let us now in faith and trust present before God our needs. For all of us that are sharing in this Eucharist will renew our hope and trust in God and in his providential care for us and for the world. 
Let us pray to the Lord. For those listed in the Daily TV Mass Book of Remembrance, for all who have died and have no one to pray for them, for the souls in purgatory. May our Heavenly Father grant them eternal life and let perpetual light shine upon them. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, For Pope Francis and for his efforts to renew the life of the Church, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, For the elderly and the chronically ill and for those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Gracious God, we ask you to hear and grant these prayers as well as the more personal ones that each one of us has in his or her own heart. All this we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. mingling of this water and wine become partakers of his divinity and became partaker of our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Gracious God, we ask you. Wash me from my sins, cleanse me. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name. Accept, we pray, O Lord, these offerings we may gather from among your gifts to us. And may would you grant us to celebrate devoutly here below, gain for us the prize of eternal redemption through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he assumed at his first coming the lowliness of human flesh, and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago and opened for us the way to eternal salvation. That when he comes again in glory and majesty and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which now we dare to hope. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim.
are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more, giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. Save us, Savior of the world, for by our cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who please you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not upon our sins, but upon the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, 
who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. And let us offer one another the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. May these mysteries, O Lord, to which we have participated, profit us, we pray. For even now, as we walk amid passing things, you teach us by them to love the things of heaven and hold fast to what endures. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass.